Hello and welcome to the Regen Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Dino, here with Nath. How are we doing, Nath? Yeah, good, good. Happy to be here. Excellent. So, um, episode one, we're just going to do a brief introduction and um, a little bit about the podcast of what we're going to be talking about. The show, probably the name gives it away. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we will um, run through uh, typical layout show segments. Uh, how we got into motorsport, some of our favourite drivers, tracks, etc., and predictions for this episode. So, Ooh. right, jumping right in. So, Nate, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? Why are you on the podcast? Oh, that's a that's a that's a big question. Oh, uh, how do I summarise my my myself and my whole life in a few words? Um, <laughs> I'm a uh, I'm a part time civil engineer. Um, that's kind of what I what I do during the day, and how I get into motorsport. Primarily uh, through through just watching things as a, as a kid on a Saturday afternoon. Always always loved watching motorsport. It's just a uh, you know, from the from the the thrill of the the action, but also from the the technical technological standpoint and and the yeah, uh, you know, it's just a. I don't really know where I'm going with this, Dean. I didn't really think about this, but uh, yeah, fair enough. Did um, yeah. did your dad get you into it, or is he um, not really into it? He's not really into it. But then I do have these very vivid memories of as a child, um, yeah, sitting down with him watching Formula One on a Saturday afternoon. Um, this was back in the in the days of you know when Michael Schumacher was reigning supreme and ah, the yeah. Schumacher era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. So yeah. uh you watched uh the red cars in the front and everyone way behind. Pretty much, pretty much. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> so how well, do you get into motorsport, Dean? Uh I had quite a few series that I followed. Um yep. when I was younger, a lot of WRC. Mm. So my dad for some reason was into um WRC and V eight supercars. Oh, yeah. So I followed like Richard Burns. Uh, oh. Peter Solberg, Marcus Gronholm, etc. Yeah. Um, Sebastian Loeb, who's who's back now, which is cool to see. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, so we'd watch them probably a bit too much. <laughs> and um, yeah, especially Greg Murphy. So mm. uh, that's who we were kind of rooting for when uh, yep. when we were watching it back then. Nice. Back in the old, oh. you know, just straight Holden versus Ford days in the V8 supercars. Yeah, no, it was um, yeah, good for the purist, good for the yeah, purist. Yep, yep. And uh, Ford or Holden, we're going to alienate some of the listeners here. Oh, but... <laughs> look, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to alienate people. I, I really don't. Um, I in in I would always support Holden in the V eight supercars. Yeah, um, yeah, me too. Mainly just because this is probably, yeah, this is really going to alienate people. I think aesthetically, I liked their cars more. Um, yeah. that was that was a primary yeah. reason. You know, you kind of develop these things as a, as a child when that's about you know all you all you know, and yeah. then it kind of just sticks with you. Um, but you know, some of my favorite cars are Fords. Um, like the Ford the Ford GT40 is just a beautiful car. Yeah. It is. That's true. That's true. Um, so, so I kind of, you know, I don't, I don't want to take a take a too strong a standpoint on on any side of the fence, really. Fair mm. enough. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, Nath, what uh, what racing series are we going to cover in this podcast? 
So in this podcast, we're going to try and cover as much as we can. Um, lately, we've both been watching a lot of Formula E and and really enjoying that. So that's that's going to be a good starting point for us. We're then going to move into uh, the GTE and also the Jaguar I-Pace series um, starting up next year. So there's a lot of new developments um, in the Formula E racing ecosphere, and we'll, we'll try and stay abreast of those as much as we can and keep you updated. Perfect. So for those that don't know, I mean, Formula E being the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. but um, for uh, the Jaguar I-Pace series, we'll just have a bit of a chat about this one to complement the Formula E um calendar so the races will be before formula e every race weekend that formula e is on and um it's i guess a production car um quite a quick one looking at it 696 nm of instant torque that's it's a lot uh so that's zero to 100 kilometers an hour in about 4.8 seconds so you know really going Mm -hmm. for it um Lithium-ion batteries, 90 kilowatt capacity, big batteries. Um, the weight is almost two ton, so these are not small, um, and all aluminium as well. Mm. So, so the the Jaguar I-Pace itself is one of Jaguar's production vehicles, isn't it? And this is it's more of their crossover type type vehicle. It's a bit bit heavier than yes. just a, than just a normal hatchback. Yeah, it is. So. Um, it's it's more of a sedan looking, yeah, more sedan than hatch, mm. um, and it's called the iPace E Trophy. Yep, so that'd be an interesting one to watch. I um I think they were looking for something a bit extra on how to get more interest around Formula E, and I think this series is a bit of an in between for people that like the stock cars as well. Mm. So it could bring more people into uh, Formula E as well as Formula E having the new cars next season. So yes. we've also Big got that to look forward yeah. to. But yeah. we won't yeah, we won't talk about that now. We'll talk about that um in our preview later in the year. But um that's yeah, really exciting. Mm-hmm. So Nath, GTE, the um production car series, what do you know about that one? Yes. So the GT recently announced um GTE also see it referred to as the electric production car series or epcs first fia um approved electric race series 20 drivers at a time driving a, a race prepared tesla model s p100 d Ooh, so lovely. it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty intense pretty hectic i'm really looking forward to seeing this one um you know, as as i'm sure everyone's aware tesla model s is a pretty grunty car um and this is taking it one step further so what we're hearing is the race a race prepared car, um, zero to one hundred and two point one seconds, um, which is going to be two point one seconds. Yes, so that's three tenths quicker that's, than the production version. That is, uh, it's yeah. that's just ridiculous. Yeah. You'll be just you will be forced back in your seat. Oh, it's look, I remember amazing. I remember as a as a kid for many years, the McLaren F one was like the car. You know, with its top speed in the in the mid three and a half seconds or one to hundred speed, one to hundred time, and and it seemed like for a long time nothing would nothing would beat that. And then slowly, you know, you get get other cars coming in and just shaving it off. But with these new electric cars, that has just been absolutely demolished. Um, I'm not sure 
Uh, there might be someone medically minded out there to, to give us an actual answer of how quick is too quick. Um, but look, this is going to be this is going to be pretty exciting to see. This is looking like it's going to push the limits. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So in order to harness all that power, new Pirelli tires, um, just to deal with the the massive um, amounts of of kilowatts and torque being produced. Oh, my cat just managed to open the door by itself. That's remarkable. Um, sorry. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so 100 kilowatt hour lithium ion battery. Um, so 90 k's approximately on a single charger racing speed. 500 kgs lighter than the production car. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely mad. So how many horsepower has this thing got? Uh, horsepower 778 brake horsepower. Oh, so 585 uh, kilowatts. That's- that's exciting. Yeah, I, uh, I can't wait to see this uh, series take off. It's a pretty quick toaster. It is a, it's a very quick toaster. 500Ks less weight than the production car. Mm. Which um, Teslas are notoriously a very heavy car. I'm not sure what the what the what that's going to leave it, but that's a huge decrease in weight. Yeah. It also looking like more downforce, um, double steel wishbone, push rods, mm. um, operated suspension. Dual circuits, single pedal hydraulic race brakes, which you're going to definitely need those to be braking under, you know, mm. 250 kilometers an hour. And yeah, so that should sort out the cornering speed as well. 250 kilometer an hour max speed. Mm. So we've, we've, talked, we've talked a lot about the car. What do we know about the, the actual um, race series overall, Dean? Okay, so um, the series itself, it follows a pretty standard point system um, and most of them are used in other... FIA sanctioned series, so it's not um, not too far out there. Top 10 finishes get points, yep. so similar to Formula E, Formula 1. So first, 25, second, 18, third, 15, and then 12, 10, 8, 6, 4, 2, 1. So exactly the same as Formula 1, Formula E. And um, in addition, the driver starting pole will be awarded an additional three points. And faster slap will score two points. This is a very, so very worth. similar sounding format to to Formula E in a way, with with extra yeah, points being uh, being awarded. Now this is very, very cool. Now this might put some listeners off, but the yeah production car series will also have a drift off competition. Wow. Yep. Special stage reserved for the two winning drivers mm-hmm. plus the most voted drivers so it's going to be similar to what we see from what's it called fan boost yep so it's going to be similar to what we see from the fan boost i think it's quite cool to get people involved as well mm-hmm. through social media mm-hmm. do you do the fan boost just no to to, to be honest i find it a little bit tacky oh I love it. But, yeah, I can see why you think that. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it's, um, I can see the intent of what they're trying to do. Yeah, for but sure. It does often seem that it's just the same names coming up again and again. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, um, once the drivers have the following, it's hard for them not to get the fan boost. Yeah, it turns into a, a bit of a popularity contest for, um, yeah. But I mean, this could be something a bit more, a bit more interesting with with drifting. Uh, some of these drivers will probably be a bit rubbish at it, so yeah, it could be quite funny. I don't know yeah, how I so... feel about it being a, a regular edition. That's a uh, that's an interesting one. I you know I would appreciate it as a you know a, as a special event and a bit of an exhibition, but having it as a in addition to the to the actual contest, we'll, we'll wait and see how that turns out. Also. During this um, 
weekend, there's also an EGT esports race. And also karting events will take place between these uh, races as well. Mm. So they're really um, trying to cram a lot in, mm. it seems. I'm not sure what, what they'll keep and what they won't. Yeah. I guess it's just, you know, throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Do we have any information yet on um, for the this new format, for this new, this new EPCS? Do we have any information on how many races, whereabouts these are going to be happening and, and timeframes for this? Not yet. I think they have firmed up. Um, it's starting in November, mm-hmm. but they haven't really... I think they do have a calendar, but final dates haven't been confirmed right. yet. Keep your ears peeled. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Moving back to uh, Formula E now. Favourite drivers? Yes. So, Dean, I know you're, um, you certainly have, have quite a few favourite drivers, so why don't you run us through them? I do. Eduardo Mortara, Sam Bird, mm-hmm. and Mitch Evans, my top three. Unfortunately, Eduardo Mortara is having a bit of a tough time, but I think uh, he'll come right. And we could, well, I'm sure we probably will see that once Mercedes comes in, he'll be one of their drivers. Mm. I think this is just a, a bit of a, um experience-gaining process for him at the moment yeah. with Venturi. So Sam Bird, yeah, he's um, experienced around 30, 31. Um, he's been in the game a while. And he's still on for the win this season. So Yeah, he's, he's been looking good, been performing solidly, and yeah. You never know. You never know. Never know. I think Jeff is uh, a wee bit too far ahead, but you never know. And Mitch Evans, just because he's a Kiwi, uh, he's insanely quick. He's had some really good overtakes, and um, he's generally pretty exciting to watch. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Look, Yourself? Um, yeah, look, for me as well, um, Mitch Evans is is my favourite personally. It's always it's always nice to see a Kiwi performing on the world stage, and um, it's it's hard to to pick any other favourites when when he's out there carving up the competition, and hopefully hopefully one day one day very shortly getting the results he deserves. He does he's um, been so close, so close, so close this season. We will um we'll talk about it more once we get to a later episode and run down you know what happened mm. in the races this season. Do a bit of a review. Yep. Kind of looking forward to that. Uh, is your favourite team Jaguar then? Do I have a favourite team? Yes, I do. Yes. Um, look, Jaguar for their for their drivers, um, for their for their technical ability and for their livery, I would have to go with Audi. And I know that's going to be contentious. I know there's a lot of haters out there, but um, I'm always always a fan of Audis. And um, yeah, I I I hope they do well and. Well, they um they did just leave WEC and decide to come over to Formula E. It's looking uh like a lot more of the manufacturers, the big mm. big European manufacturers, will join uh, season six. Yeah. So can't hate you too much for Audi. <laughs> they do have a very quick car this season. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, had a bit of trouble, but um, I think they've sorted it out. Lucas Degrassi is he is something else. Yeah. When he, you yeah. know, when he's got the sniff of victory, he is just relentless. So what about what about yourself, Dean? You got some favourite teams and favourite liveries there? Yep, Jaguar and Neo. Jaguar, yep. Love PK as well. Uh, Mitch Evans and Neo, I think. Oliver Turvey, Luca Filippi. They are, yeah, I just enjoy watching them. And also uh, Neo on the livery. Oh, I, just love I have those, to agree with you, yeah. Those blue and green. Yeah. Venturi also. Mm. Yeah, it's just mm. clean. Yeah, talking about clean liveries. My favourite livery so far this season has been um, in the in the Rome race. Lopez came from the back in a 
pretty much a, a stock standard white car. Uh, very minimal branding. It just it just looks so good going around the track. So clean. It was like racing of yesteryear, you know. Hardly any sponsors on it. Just so is that because Dragon don't have many sponsors? Or I, I just think it was a bit of a backup car straight out of the shipping container out the back of the uh, back of the pit lane. But uh, oh right, yeah. fair enough. Whatever works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very good. Favorite track then? While we're going through favorites. So far this season, we are recording this halfway through the season. So far, Rome has been my favorite track. Um, just had a bit of everything. It had it had a lot of a lot of fast sections. Had a little jump in the middle. Uh, some some tighter corners and good passing opportunities, which I I really appreciate. You know, it's it. I find it hard to get excited when it's when it's just the same the same lap of cars going around and trying to uh, unsuccessfully to pass each other. It's nice to see see a bit of action in there and a bit of a shake up. It's hard when Jeb's at the front, yeah, isn't it? Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um masterful defender. Mm, yeah. Mm. I think that um I think that mini jump, it did look impressive on T V, but I think it was I think it did look a bit more impressive on T V yeah, from the camera yeah, angles. You know, the low camera angles looking back up, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it gave them a little hey, uh, doing their job. Yeah. Gave them a little little rise in their stomach as they go over it. I, I really hate doing that when I'm driving along. Oh. Puts me off. Puts me yeah, off, man. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, for me, Punta del Este. Mm, that is a Uruguay. Track. Beautiful sitting there beside the sea. It is. In. I do like the scenery. Uh, I like that it's can be tough under braking mm. with all the sand. Mm. Uh, it's it's kind of a real test. Also, there's not many runoffs. No. If, if there's a mistake, I really like that, you know, you actually have to have full concentration at all times or else you'll just go into the wall. Yeah. You'll, you know, and it'll be over. Yep. Very good. Cool. Um, predictions? Uh, who do you think will win the season? And, uh, well, we better have an update on, on what the scores are. Yeah, so, look, we're recording this after after race eight in Paris. Tachita are, are looking very dominant, um, 188 points on the on the table, followed by Des Virgin at 133, and then closely followed by um, Audi Sport um, at, and Mahindra, um, 114 and 107. So, Look, it's at this point in the season, unless Tachita really do something astronomically bad, they're in a very good position to uh, to just keep on pushing that a little bit and and cruise home for the victory. Um, so that's that's where my yeah, money is. Um, yeah, yeah, it's have to uh, have to have a strong gut feeling to to go for anyone else at this point. Do you feel the same way, Dean? Or are you 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 hanging out for a for an outside no, win? No, I don't. Oh. Outside win, I think. I think Bird is going to take the take the win. Right. I think he's going to win the drivers' championship. Yep. Yeah. But I think it's going to take something pretty special. It's it's going to take it's going to take a lot. Mm. I think there's only three races left, isn't there? Uh, four races left. Four, four left. left. So drivers' standings: yeah, yeah. we've got um, Jean Eric Verne, Jev on 147, and Sam Bird on 116. And look, then followed by Felix Rosenquist. He's he's had a valiant effort, but he's he's back in eighty six points. So if anyone's going to do it, it's Sam Bird here, and um, Jean Eric Verne's going to have to uh, have to work hard, well, not work that hard to to keep where he's at. I think he's just yeah. If if he's having a bad race, I think it's just going to be damage limitation mm. picking up those few points. Yeah. If he is, you know, if he has a bad yeah. qualifying or something happens with the car to just pick up the scraps as well. Look, Tachita's in a really good position to take out the, the drivers in the team standings, so we'll look forward to seeing how that plays out over the rest of the season. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's amazing because you don't normally, well, unheard of almost to hear customer teams beating the, the manufacturers. Mm. So, I mean, it doesn't happen in LMP1, 
doesn't you know doesn't happen in Formula One. So um, this is you know it's just so competitive. Yeah. So that's that's definitely what I enjoy mm. about this. That's well, good. You know, early days of a new format of a new new formula. Yeah, excitement happens. It does. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, exciting uh, to have the new mm. cars coming next season as well. Looking forward to further podcasts to talk about those, but um, I guess we should probably wrap it up there. Excellent. So this will always be a free show, but please consider donating if you enjoy our content at Patreon. Link in the show notes. This will assist with hosting and other services to bring you the quality podcast your ears deserve. We can also be contacted by email in the show notes for ad placements. We love to talk with the community. Um, if you've got any questions or show feedback or want to um, just generally have a chat, then flick us an email at hello at regenracingpodcast.com. Our website is under production, so should be up uh, in the next month or two, www.regenracingpodcast.com. And what's our Twitter, Nathan? Uh, at Regen Racing. You can check us out there for probably not all of your latest news, but for um, to keep up with we'll podcasts. We'll try and keep it up to date. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Nathan. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure, and I'm um, looking forward to doing it again. Sounds good. Thanks for hosting, Dean, and we'll uh, talk with you next time. All right. See ya.